This is Young Money, a show about entrepreneurs, innovators, and the journeys that they've undertaken. I'm Nandini, and today, after many many months, we're back, and we'll be talking to Venkatesh Pugalia, the founder of Groom, uh, an app which understands your fashion needs through an AI personal stylist. Uh, so basically, they're working towards building a product which saves uh, all your hours that are spent on selecting an outfit for any event, and you know, Groom is going to be like a one-stop solution to all your fashion problems. And we're very happy to be talking to the creator of this amazing app here today. Um, so hi, Venkatesh, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great too. So let's start with the questions. Okay. So what I want to know is that you know, Groom is definitely a very interesting concept, and uh, so before we dive into how you built it uh, please tell us more about you and your background and um, okay. also what inspired you to create groom and you know like how was the journey that followed okay so um about me i'm from iit bombay uh till let's say the 8th i was in bombay 9th 10th i went to boarding school 11th, 12th, I went to this really small city to focus on J itself, so away from Bombay. It paid off. Things went well for me. Got into IIT Bombay. Yeah. And uh, well, when I entered, I had certain expectations, which I thought, okay, it's IIT. Maybe people know something about clothes. They dress well, yeah. or or maybe they you can find people who dress well and you can pick things up from them. I mean, all of those things. There's just the mentality that was there as soon as I entered, and um, what I realized is that people just don't know how, what to wear, how to wear it, in society. So, so imagine if see, it's a campus, right? So, what I want you guys to understand is when somebody thinks of college, they expect you okay, they're going to college, they're coming back home, they're meeting people around them. So, their lives aren't very different from the generalized leaving. But it's, yeah. a, it's a campus with over 7,000 students where an individual is probably leaving a campus maybe once a month. Hmm. Maybe. And the kind, it's, it's, it's kind of really competitive. So the, so the environment inside an IIT is let's say something of, you can call it a high school environment. Okay. Where the smallest of mistakes are really pulled down. Bullying, yeah, maybe as such bullying does not exist, but mentally, definitely it is there. It's highly stressful and not very, very supportive per se. You've got seniors you can talk with, they support you, they make you understand. But end of the day, everybody out there wants to reach a certain level and it's just not possible. So my basic uh, understanding of, of, you know, ITs and everybody around them was that, you know, this is maybe if, if you bring back the entire world maybe 15 years down the lane before social media before uh, the awareness of anti-bullying or anti by bullying i don't mean hitting or something or such yeah. but by bullying i mean the mentality the mental pressure without mental pressure stuff like that so, so that's that's basically how i see ids because i was born and brought up in south bombay i've been part of south bombay schools i have seen yeah. those guys and ids aren't very different that's if, if you take it in context of, you know, if you don't care about it, nothing matters. Right? It's okay. I don't care about my grades are going, it does not matter. But if you want to do well, it's not that simple. Okay. You've got support, which is definitely there. But yeah, there isn't a lot of uh, institutional support, I would say. And then over this, when you look at fashion, something which 
well it matters but somebody who's at an iit it does not really matter to them yeah so it does not matter what kind of clothes you wear because you're really there to it doesn't i can i can get up brush my teeth walk to the class wearing the same thing and i wouldn't get a damn yeah but what happens is that is there when somebody wants to try something new yeah and they make a mistake okay that is what is really really bad for that individual he tries something new makes a mistake that's it done one mistake and then and these guys will be teasing you for the next four years okay so that is something that i saw that really existed yeah now if you have the confidence to go across with it you know like you can own it you can talk across with it the nobody's really going to care but uh, a similar incident happened with me that you know i it was moving to go college festival i wanted to dress well spent hours into fashion something i'm not very very fond of spending a lot of time into fashion and um, after so much of time and effort online options influencers my existing clothes i wore like this pink shirt and white jeans for the concert yeah i didn't share and my friends are laughing at me and they're like this is not what you wear for a rock concert i'm like okay fine this is, you really need help in fashion and then i also had a friend of mine his complexion was not something that works with a white shirt but still he wore a white shirt with a white pant and white shoes and he confidently walks that poor guy was bullied for the next entire year okay so this is this is one instance of an iit but based on my experience if you know being in south bombay maybe for younger younger students they face the same thing or you've got uh, people in smaller cities Yeah. So I stayed in Taipei City, where I was studying for JE. See, I mean, out there it is compulsory to wear full pants. You can't wear shorts. So imagine when that individual suddenly maybe goes to a larger city or has to wear shorts. It's like really different for them. So India as a country is still not fashion educated. And by fashion educated, I'm not talking about trends. I'm just yeah. talking about values, basic mm. things that go together. and any time somebody wants to try something different they usually put down by people around them they may be right and the combination looks good but they just don't have the confidence to own it yeah so what people need is a solution yeah they need the confidence to own what they're wearing and they just want fashion to be easy just yeah. too difficult and too time consuming yeah so groom was basically um So you basically wanted to make fashion easy for people yeah. who want to try. Yeah. yeah, awesome. And you know how was like the journey that followed? I started across alone. Uh, I was in conversation with a couple of co-founders, of yeah. people who didn't know. And um, then pand- the pandemic hit, and the ones that were good weren't really interested to get into fashion as a segment itself. and plus with the pandemic it was maybe yes maybe no and the ones that were willing to get into it won't really worth it i would say or they won't okay. really that good that you would want them as a co-founder right to start a company yeah. so started of a cool i spent about 4 5 months researching multiple options i spoke to app development companies regarding groom itself and i told them yeah. what i would do and they come and they you know they quote me About forty-five, fifty lakhs. They quote me about nine months. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So what I do is that then I take the same proposal, I cut it down into three pieces, and I give it to different companies. Oh, so right. I wanted to understand, okay, what do others quote? And each one of them quoted around fifty lakhs. 
and six to nine months, which was kind of shocking for me because a is this like something standard you're telling me like a baby delivered in nine months? It's going to take nine months to deliver software, which is very weird because yeah. everyone is quoting the same thing, even though the work is one third. And the second thing, to build the software, you needed images, right? Yeah. Now and categories. So if you've got ten categories, let's say you need three thousand images. If you've got hundred categories, you need into ten. So the number of images increased, and as the number of images increased, the number amount of effort would increase. But yeah. what they told me is, I'll build a software for you. I give you two people. It's going to take so long, and I get it done. But not once did anyone ask me how many images do you need, how many categories do you need. It's like saying I'm going to make a gold chain for you, but I won't. It's for five lakhs, and I'll make it for you. How many carat? What? Gold, yeah. What weight? Nothing. They weren't giving you the details. But they wanted money. They wanted fifty yeah. percent of the money. So. But my experience with these people was that if I go with these guys, none of them had the experience to do it. By the way, they they talk big, they don't experience. They've got awards and stuff, but none of them had the experience to do what I wanted to do. Uh, the ones that did have, after a lot of research, I found people, and I saw the product they'd already made, and I just looked at the product. I'm like, this is not going to work. This is a shitty, shitty product. Then I'm going to run out of business for. And if I once I give them the money, they can give you anything they want and what they want to do. Not pay mm-hmm. the other half. They just pay twenty three lakhs and you're done. So then I thought, okay, the only way to do it is that you build it in house. I didn't know if it was possible. I had no idea about tech. I don't code nothing. So I started to have conversations with a lot of interns with over I guess twenty five thirty people. Yeah. It's a numbers game. I kept on hitting numbers, 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 numbers. I kept on speaking with people. And suddenly, you know, we got a way where you know, like, okay, maybe it is possible. So we ran a POC. We built a small app. We made an image recognition just for shorts, and it worked very well. Yeah. So once it worked well, we're like, okay, let's scale this. And then what we realized is that I'm like, I want this done in about four months. And we were calculating. We're like, okay, these are the number of categories. It's going to require over a million images. Even if you want to, if you can, let's say, if you draw a box across each and every image, and imagine doing that for a million images. Hmm. For for a million images, it's going to take crazy amount of manpower. Yeah. You want to run it for months. So I calculated, and I'm like, if this has to happen, I need over hundred people. And uh, my father was like, okay, why not? Actually, all right, why not? And uh, we just went for it. We just had, we got in more than a hundred people. We implemented. Yeah, I've been into business. I've worked with Isa. I've got a few deals in marketing. I know, I, I know how systems work. Yeah. So we, and then we learned over a period of time how to build scaling systems. We had very strict rule. We study very strict work hours. Not work hours, I would say, but work requirement. If you didn't work, if you weren't consistent, we just we asked you to leave. If you work very well, we promoted you. Yeah. So there, there's a certain set of principles we learned over a period of time that helped us run a very lasting, efficient way. So yeah, we had we have had an average team size of about 130 for the past 15 months, and today we know how to scale companies. We know what is what, what kind of teams are scalable, what kind of teams are not scalable. How do we go across with multiple things? I mean, we've learned it over a period of time, but yeah, our software today is better than the one Amazon is using. It is. Better, it is in comparison. It was better than Mintra about four months ago, but then they yeah. put in about three hundred crores. Can't compete, man. No, you can't beat that. <laughs> it's right now. If the software does, let's say, out of ten, maybe 
seven to eight things. I mean, if it does do, you know, I mean, if it does ten out of ten, the Indian user isn't really going to care. I mean, but five patterns, the Indian user does not really care about the sixth. Hmm. Just don't. They're not that fashion conscious itself, so it's not needed. It's just an extra add-on. It's like ne, dal tero, dal tero, dal tero. Nobody really yeah. care that much. That's what we've done. So we build the software. We build it. We raise a small amount of friends and families. I mean, we build it in a budget that is unthinkable. Even if today somebody wants to do this, I can challenge them. They can't do it. They just can't do it. Because I know the way we've gotten people during the pandemic to get the software made. The amount of efforts it's need yeah. needed to kind of get the software done. So if somebody wants to do it, they just can't. It's not possible. The pandemic is gone. The Kind of people available during the pandemic can't anymore. Yeah. The cost advantages are gone. So how are you going to do it? Tech has become ten x more expensive than what it was yeah. about a year ago. So you've basically done the impossible. We were lucky enough to be at the right time. Right time, we yeah. Got the right situations that allowed us yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, if somebody else would have been there instead of me with the same situations, maybe they would have done it. But we just fortunate enough. That's that's amazing, yeah. you know so like as someone who's looked at the app uh, so you you seem to have a very unique business model and you know i can see that you've collaborated with big brands like mintra and ajio and urbanic so you know could you like tell us more about that how did you collaborate with them and how did everything work there so first we collaborated with influencers now the thing with influencers is that the moment you contact them and you're saying you're not giving anything monetary they're not listening to you Yeah, cut the call, or they move ahead, or they don't want. And we it has to be like eight, a monetary collaboration. Yeah, we've put forty yeah. thousand influencer images today. Mintra's Mintra Studio is thirty thousand. Mintra Studio has paid about thousand to fifteen hundred per image. So you can automatically understand the value of images, and we paid zero upfront. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I've got an article on Medium on it as well about how you can do it. We there was an initial article where we got about four thousand influencer images. Yeah. We had a team again. It's it's a team exercise. We've got like thirty people. Each each person is three people are hitting an influencer using the personal accounts, using a video. Influencer is getting excited. It's something new. They've been bombarded with it. You create yeah. that excitement. Make talk with them. Sign an LO. Sign an NMOU and get it done. So while I was working, we had this multiple trans system where. I had a head for each department. So let's say this head department A looking at the fashion interns. Who at that point we had over a hundred fashion interns, segregating yeah. images, collecting images. Then there's fashion. There's head B. We look at the technical interns, who's then building the entire technical database, ML models, training, testing, all of the, the entire works. Then you've got department head C, who's then looking at your influencer relations, where she is making a list of influencers. She has about thirty people under her. It's not just thirty people under her. She's got about five, six subheads who've got people under her or under yeah. them. So then it's like this entire cycle. Multiple systems are working simultaneously, and then I usually take about two to three weeks to set each system up and me and make sure it's working efficiently. Get the right person for it. Uh, just decide how it's supposed to go. I mean, you cannot see if the guys below you are doing their work. That system isn't scalable. Yeah. So. When you go to so many people, it just has to be a kind of system that can be scaled. That tomorrow, if you go for thirty people into it, it's the same thing, just again and again, again and again, again and again. So yeah, that's that's what we set up. We got an influencers. Yeah. Got about forty thousand images. We tied up. There's a 
brands were not difficult affiliate marketing they all are into it yeah they convinced the brands they came on board we had those brands itself so we've got about 13 lakh products amazon we show it's, it's the world's largest database yeah and the best one is that the image recognition today if you outsource it right we thought about this there's a company that have made it previously but if you outsource it today it's going to charge you 7 rupees per image So if let's say you've got a database of thirteen lakh, right? Thirteen yeah. lakh into seven, you're already out of business. Hmm. You're done. Forget about it. Our costs are two thousand times lower, and we further reduced it by ten times. So, but that is because of having such a large team, we were able to do the permutation and combination yeah. to bring down That's the cost. Really great, yeah. Which a lot of people don't. Yeah. Awesome. So when we were talking pre-show, uh, you mentioned that you you know you spent. Uh, quite a lot of time perfecting the algorithm of the app, and uh, and you have around like a hundred and forty people on your team. So, yeah. while putting all of this together, what were some of the challenges and learnings that you you know you had along the way? Um, it takes three x the amount of time you actually think. Yeah. And it takes about four times the money, and trust me. I know how to save money. Nobody can stretch the way I do. You just can't. I find alternatives that people can't even dream of. This is just a general thing. One or the app wouldn't be there. And uh, even with all of those things, yeah, it just takes a lot of effort. And the thing is that what people sometimes think is, okay, I'm going to get X and X person, and that person is going to do my marketing for me, or that person is going to make my ML models for me. Yeah. And the rest is not my issue. But it's not going to work that way. I mean, your people expect you know there's suddenly some IIT you know some hotshot is going to come across, teach them marketing, teach them you know how things are going to be done, solve all their problems, and walk away. Yeah. Right at the start, that does not happen. You got to figure out your own stuff. You got to you don't understand ML. Just read a couple of articles. You may still not understand it. Understand the core basic concepts of it. You got to help your team solve problems. Yeah. You cannot expect them to come up with the solutions just because you cannot do so. Yeah, so, yeah, but that's not what people expect. I mean, they just like, "Mujhe ye chahiye." Hmm. Like, not that. I mean, for the basic UX designer, we didn't even get. I mean, I've made the UX of the app. Right now, we got somebody, and the front-end developer has really made it well. So I just made sketches, lines, and stuff like that, and he does done a really good job with it. But I have I searched long and hard for a UX designer that can understand the complexity of what we're trying to do. Yeah. But I was not able to do so because anybody who would would probably charge about a lakh minimum. I'm not talking about for the project. I'm talking about lakh maybe a month or something. So that's the level of an individual that probably would understand the complexity of the app. Yeah. I need people who are better than me. I'm I'm not saying I'm very good but I need people who can outthink me. And those people are very expensive. Now, the thing is I can't afford those people and those people will not really respond to me because I've not really achieved something which is the hard truth of it. Hmm. So if you want to do it on your own, you go ahead, you you reach those levels, you you get things sorted out, you You know, you grow, you grow, you grow, you grow. So then suddenly you're able to attract talent. Yeah. So I just had a meeting with the director at Times, the Times Group. So I've got a Times of India economic Times. He loves the app. He loves the app. He's really looking forward to help us out. He's looking to guide us. Got another offline meeting. So you know, Ivy Cap and a lot of people I'm talking to right now are really interested. 
who would not maybe interested three four months down the line. Okay. So unless and until you level yourself up to an extent where they see and they're like, okay, this guy just needs a little bit of effort, a little bit of push, and he can walk through the door, yeah. or he can go ahead and raise the million dollars because he knows what he's doing. Now that takes time and effort, but unless and until you're not there, no, people aren't going to come and help you out. Yeah, great. And obviously, like you have to invest your time and hard work, and that is, I think, that is what. makes the journey more you know and actually where you want to be the thing is that do you why you doing a startup if you're doing a startup so that you probably can buy a ferrari by the end of it yeah you want to quit on day one so the best part about a startup is that while you're doing it you're able to do things that other people can't yeah that is what gives you the confidence to go ahead with it so Yeah. If that, that's the reason why you do a startup, you always want to be happy. It would be fine. Even if you fail, it'll be again for sure. Nobody likes that, and yeah, it sounds easier than what it looks like. But then, yeah, why are you doing? Yeah. So another question that I had was that you know what demographic are you targeting for Groom? Initially, so we have broken down the demographics into an initial. approach and a later approach okay so initially we'd be looking at college students because of a the cheaper to get b it's easier to get product market fit with that yeah then i mean if you look at app as a whole it can pretty much hit anyone who's interested in the fashion because the utility is that high but yeah you've got your college students you've got young working professionals nine college students we made a list of all the colleges in india Which colleges have uniforms? What's the fee structure? What's the economic economics of these students out there? Yeah. Similarly, let's register. If you're top one percent colleges in the country, I'm pretty sure the uh, other ninety nine percent are a good hit for us. Along with that, uh, we are also launching something called a sale tracker. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's housewives. You don't want to miss sales stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. And. Um... you know like so what are your opinions about the relationship between ai and the fashion industry you know like how do you think it has grown over the past few years it's not it's pretty much grown to an extent where there isn't going to be magnificent growth in ai as a domain yes there are other domains available yeah and there's this blockchain is a lot of stuff out there Yeah, as a domain, that isn't going to be something that comes across tomorrow and be like like blockchain shit, something out of the blue. AR is something that is there, but AR is too expensive. Yeah. Augmented reality is very expensive, and up till now, there hasn't been a company that's been able to really replicate augmented reality at a cheaper price. It's just too expensive and expensive to replicate for the masses. Hmm. So AI as a segment isn't. It's pretty much grown because people have been working on it for about ten years now. Yeah. What's going to change is maybe with blockchain, NFTs. It's going to be a combination of offline and online. So this is this is what's happening nowadays. Okay. When you open your phone, right? What you're thinking while you open your phone is not which app I want to use or what now what I want to do. Is that which app right now is going to give me the dopamine fix that I need? So is it going to come by music? 
Is it going to come by watching reels? Is it going to come by looking at Netflix? Is it going to come by looking at Hotstar? Is it going to come come by looking at my stock market portfolio? Yeah. You basically need a dopamine fix. Now, any app that is not giving the dopamine fix over a period of time will die. So, with regarding with fashion, with, with regards to fashion, definitely NFTs is one thing that's really picking up with blockchain, and then you've got it's kind of gonna have let's say you're gonna have your fashion shows online where maybe in virtual reality can sit and watch it and what's gonna happen is that there are a lot of things today that are very expensive to execute let's say there's a dress you want to build but then that, that you know implementing that dress is so expensive the material is very expensive cost maybe 25-30,000 bucks hmm. what virtual reality AR or what the you know the metaverse is going to allow you to do it is going to allow you to execute your ideas without paying anything. Yeah, and that is what people are really going to like. Is it's again a form of expression without the the, the you know the boundedness of budgets, without spending any amount of money. You can actually show how it's going to look like. And I feel that's where fashion will be headed. Yeah. The next ten years. Yeah. Where so you'll be able to sort of like you know see how you're gonna look in a dress online. And not that. That is a very small aspect of it. If you're a fashion mm-hmm. designer today, if you want to design something, right? Yeah. A piece of clothing is twenty thousand bucks. Yeah. Maybe once you want to design it, twice you want to design it. After the third time, you're like, no, this is this is too expensive. I mean, your designs aren't good enough. That you're spending twenty thousand bucks each and every time on a piece of clothing just to design it. Eventually, you're going to stop trying because it's too expensive, or people around you are going to stop. They won't let you try anymore. Yeah. But if you're a fashion designer, maybe something in an you know in the metaverse where they can you know design maybe hundreds, they can spend hours out there and just design creativity, whatever they like. They don't mm-hmm. like it, the chain. They don't have to get a new piece of cloth. You just have to erase it. And yeah. And, and that's that's something that once that it's picked up by fashion stylists, then it can be used for styling, where somebody's styling your across and you can see how the style is going to look at you, maybe mm-hmm. a virtual field, and then you can kind of edit it out there. Okay, let's make this smaller, shorter, this with this. I mean, you can add a kind of sleeve, fixed thing. So what people have tried doing with uh, your what people have tried doing this the same thing in AR. But I feel miserably that may be possible in the metaverse. I'm not still sure if the technology is there yet. Maybe in the next 10 years we reach there. But that may be possible in the metaverse. Yeah. Not just metaverse, but virtual reality as such, the entire thing itself. That, that may, may be possible. But we'll see. We'll see how, how things go. Yeah. And, you know, so far, like, this is going to be like the last question. Um, what is your vision for Groove? Like, you know, where do you see it um, five years down the line? Well, we have a plan to make Groom make make this company unicorn within the next three years. But uh, it's about making fashion easy, as I told you. I mean, our entire perspective to do something is about making fashion easy. It's about reaching from product and just just making it quick, simple, available to the masses. Yeah. Stop wasting time in clothing. There are a lot of other things in life you can do. 
spending time just to pick an outfit. I mean, you spend more time in picking and not seeing you, but general users yeah, yeah. spend more time in picking an outfit for an event than in the event itself. I agree. Ridiculous. Why? Why? There's no purpose of it. But yeah, I mean, that's that's the entirety of it. And fashion itself is, I mean, I've stayed in, with staying in smaller cities, what I realized is where you reach in life, for, yeah, there's a population where clothing doesn't matter to them, but to a major extent, what you wear is basically where you're going to reach in life. Yeah. So it's general masses. It's, it's apparently like that. So, yeah. So to like basically make fashion easier and, you know. The aim is just to make fashion, democratize fashion. Yeah. Make it available for everyone. Make it yeah. really simple. Make it just, okay, you want to order food, you don't have to call the guy, khana bhejo, ye karo. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, delivery karna hai, pick your restaurant, what do you want, go ahead, done. That's what I haven't planned for this. I mean, it has to be that simple. Go to group, see what you like, see if there's a budget, not within a budget, okay, move on. If it's within a budget, order it, we'll come to your place, that's it, you're done. You don't have to ask other people. Rumors basically, I mean, like, does it matter for the fashion world? It doesn't matter. We are, we are kind of been interest for fashion plus Trivago for fashion plus yeah. for sales. I mean, there's like a lot of business models. We're unique. Like a mixture, yeah. We're really unique ourselves. Yeah. Nobody competing with us. So as I say, my competitors are people, are, is each and every app that is kind of giving you a dopamine fix. Yeah. That's competing with maybe a Netflix, maybe Amazon Prime, Hotstar, Reels. So all of them are giving you dopamine fixes. And mm. I got to give you a dopamine fix, which is relevant to you. That's amazing. Yeah. I really hope you achieve all your goals. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, for those of you who want to know more about Groom, I'll leave a link in the description to make it easier for you. Alright guys, that's about it for today's edition of Young Money. If you're someone who owns a business or if you know someone who has had an exciting journey, you can reach out to us at ympodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you guys in the next one.